Well, as Pastor mentioned, I haven't had tons of time to prepare for today. Um, so I went to the Lord and said, I don't want to just say stuff I want to say. Please speak to me. And so I did some studying, wrote some stuff down, and then laid down to sleep, and I had a dream. And I was like, okay, I'll share that. So, so I'll be sharing uh, some things that I feel the Lord has laid on my heart today. So I want to talk today about on display. And we'll start by reading in John 15. So I'm going to read the first 10 verses of John 15 to start us off. John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So, as I mentioned earlier, let's talk about on display. God wants to display his church. So, you may be seated as we dig into this a little bit. So, I love this portion of scripture, how God has talked about how special we are as his creation, his people. He didn't say, I'm the vine and you're nothing. He said, connect to me and you'll be something. He talked about how, how um, branches need to be removed that don't have fruit. So we need to, to watch for fruit in our life, fruit for spiritual, spiritual fruit in our life, and make sure we've got that going or else, you know, we may be removed. Um, and as we pursue the Lord, he talked about how those branches that are bringing forth fruit need to be purged. So whether you have fruit or you don't, God's coming for you. <laughs> He's going to either purge you or remove you. So it's good to, be, good to be ready and in tune with him. So as we read, our connection to Jesus allows us to bear fruit. We can't do it ourselves. In fact, um, you could say we can bear our, what we think is fruit, but it's really a fruit imposter. Sometimes we achieve things in life that we think are valuable, but when the Father looks at it, oh, that's not fruit. So it's important to bear what he calls fruit and be connected with him. What does bearing fruit do? It brings glory to the Father. When, when the husband, husbandman looks at the vine, 
and sees a lot of fruit, he'd be like, check out this vine I planted. Look at how good it's doing. So he wants to show it off. He want, and it gives him glory. When the vine is fruitful, he can take it off and share with people, and he is glorified. Wow, you got some good fruit going on. So how do you re- reside in God's love? How do you live in his love? And we read that. How do you do it? You keep his commandments. So as, as other scriptures have stated, you can't serve both God and the world. It's one or the other. If you're going to keep his commandments, then you will reside in his love. So I'll tell you a little bit about the dream I had last night. And uh, it, was, it was interesting. It was a very clear, crisp picture that I had of a tree that had... It was, um, it was very wide and stout and strong. It had, you could tell it would have had deep, strong roots growing in it. And, and it grew up, and it, it, had, it had leaves and thick leaves on it. And, and they were red in the dream. Not sure if that's the fire of the Holy Spirit or what. Um, but it was, it was like, uh, you've seen those videos of drones flying around things. It was like, here's the tree, and the drone was like circling around it and got to see different angles, and it was putting it on display, something you would do if you're trying to advertise your tree or, or show it off. It was, it was a wide, strong tree, detailed, and, and Jesus was next to it. And he was holding like a finishing piece to the tree. And he was, it was like nearly complete, and he was getting close to showing it off. And it was like, I don't know if it was either like the top of the tree or like like the little door to a tree on the Keebler's Elf tree. <laughs> like, like, come into the vine. I've got the door. You can enter. It, it may have been that. Or I'm about to finish the top of this. Come climb a little higher so I can finish it. It was one of those two things. So, so Jesus was next to it. He was preparing it, getting it ready to show off. And, and it was looking pretty impressive. He had that last piece to, to put on, getting, getting it all ready. Um. So to get to that point, um, there was a lot of pruning that had to happen to that tree, and still a little bit of pruning left. And it was cutting things out so it could grow higher. And that's something we got to do in our lives at times. God will reveal, I want you to get this little bit of growth, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cut at you a little bit here. Look at this part of your life. I want to take you a little further. And so that, that, that leaves us with a choice, whether we can resist or submit that touch from the Lord. So I'm encouraging us to submit. Yield to his shaping of you. Yield to his word. Yield to his law. Even yield to his preferences. Put, put him first. Um, I mentioned in, on Wednesday about how we can yield our preferences to God's preferences. And you could look at that as a form of holiness. How God says, this is what makes me pleased. And, and it's up to you. And, and we can say, well, this is what I like, but these are his preferences, and I'm, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go all the way in. So it's good to yield to the preferences of the Lord. So I believe that tree in the dream that I had represented the church. God has been cultivating it, pruning it, shaping it, stretching the church. It, it, was, it was strong and wide and built up. And it was like he was putting his masterpiece on display. We recently had a series on masterpieces, and I thought, 
this, this was really good coming out of that. God was, he's preparing us to show us off. He, he wants his church to be the beautiful bride that he's preparing. Yes. So this, this tree is composed of the gathering, the unity of believers. He wants us to be elevated to the next level where he can show off his handiwork. How can we get there? Well, the church is composed of consecrated families. And the family is composed of consecrated individuals. So I think these past months, God has been hard at work. And we can't see it with our eyes. It's in the unseen because he grows in people's hearts. There are some people that are way further along, including myself, than they were you know, a year ago at the beginning of this year. There's been opportunities for us to, to search deeper. And I, I think he's revealing himself a little more and more to his people. He, um, these... So it's unseen, but eventually it will be seen in the physical. And then that's when the world gets to see, you know, that tree that he's putting together. Um, so there's, there's three battlefields that, that we have to fight through to get through to that, that breaking point. And pastors mentioned this already. There's the individual where the battle really is in our mind. And, and that's where it starts. It's what worldview will you will you um, base everything off of? Are you going to follow what the Word says, what the man of God says, or are you going to follow what you think, what the world thinks, what the systems of this world has, have been preaching to you on Facebook, or, or however they get to you? But the battle starts in the mind, and that's where we need to be determined to go where God wants us to go, be determined to live the way he wants us to live. Then the second battlefield is the corporate battlefield. It's where we all align together. It's how all those, all the people come together to form that tree and how, you know, that, that's a force to be reckoned with, that tree. I mean, you'd have to have a pretty sharp axe and be hacking at it for a while to defeat that tree. So there's strength in unity and in the corporate body, especially when the battle is won in the mind of the individual. So I'm really looking forward to walking together with everyone here um, as God guides us to the next level. So the uh, third battlefield is the spirit world. Once the church has aligned and come together, God can move through the church on the earth. He gives the gifts of the spirit. He can give knowledge through the church to the world. He can give power through the church and action through the church to the world. And he can give a word through the church to the world. So God moves on our behalf. I want to also read Romans 12.2. We talked about how the battle is in the mind. Romans 12.2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may, what, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't conform to this world. I'm not saying to go on strike for wearing a mask, per se. You might be required to at your job. But the spirit behind what this world is up to, do not conform to it. Do not conform to it. But let God transform your mind. Let him work on your mind. Let him guide you and give you insight. Let him lead you and direct you. Feel after him and, and look to those who he might be wanting to reach toward and use you as, as an instrument. So 
I thought about, you know, we talked about the individual. What's the effect of one person? You might think one person, not so much. But look at Paul. Paul was one person who was converted, and we talked about him this morning and how there were many, many people who were convinced by Paul that, I would say not convinced by Paul, but they were convinced by God's Spirit that was working through Paul that, wow, Jesus was Christ. He was God manifest in the flesh. He came for us. He is the Messiah that had been taught to us Jews for years and years. He is the hope that's for all of the world, the Gentiles including. So the power of one person is valuable. It, it can go far. I mean, also think of David. David was one man who comes up to a whole army here and a whole army here, and Goliath is standing there defying the armies of Israel and the God that they serve. And he was not willing to be one that just stood with the crowd. He was one that stood up and God used him. So sometimes your decision can affect a whole church, a whole nation next to you. So it's important. I also thought of uh, Billy Cole. God used him. He's one man, but God worked through him to bring the Holy Spirit to many, many, many people in many places. So a question, a question for us. What is holding you back from rising to the next level in Christ? Because he's got another one for you. He's not done yet. He's not done yet. You're still here. That's why he's not done yet. I want to read uh, Hebrews 12.1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So what might be holding you back? It might be some baggage that you're carrying. Um, if you've ever gone backpacking, you know that there are things that you packed on your first backpacking trip that you won't bring on your next one. Oh, yeah, I never did use that pair of clothing, or I never, I never did need that. Um, so there, there are things to set aside, just like the pruning of the tree, things that need to be, that can be cut off, and then there can be more growth. So this, uh, I'm going back to this dream I had, which was really interesting. Have you seen any of those clay animation films where the, the characters, it's got to take a lot of diligence to move the little characters that are made out of clay for every picture of the, of the video. But that's kind of what this dream was like. And I thought of, it's not only the church, like a tree being formed, but it's also we are the clay that is formed by God. So I want to read in Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6, which talks about the potter and the clay. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise, and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, the potter wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, 
so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. So he asked them, are you going to let me form you? Are you going to let me shape you? I want to turn you into a vessel that I can use. We don't really, what's, if God is going to display you, wouldn't you want to be a nice instrument that can hold something for a guest rather than a blob of clay, just mush sitting there? <laughs> That's not quite ready for the time of display. So I, I want to encourage us to get ready for that time of display. Let God mold us a little bit more. Let him shape us so that he can show us off. Amen. <laughs> it's going to be for his glory if we are in the shape he wants us to be in. Yeah, he wants to do a work in you. He wants to do a work in the church. Let him transform you. We need to yield to his hand as he squeezes. I mean, the word, the word says he was, uh, we were, he was marred. The clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So there's, there's some pain there. There's some squeezing there. Um, but it gets you to the result that we desire, he desires of us. God doesn't, we, we talked about the philosophers that thought the point of life is to have pleasure. And that's what the flesh really preaches to us every day. Because if we get past that, God's, God's going to do something amazing. If we can get past our flesh and reach to God, he can bring us to that next level. So allow yourself to be marred. Allow yourself to be formed by God. He might squeeze out some old habits, old mindsets, even things that we didn't even realize, things from childhood that may have been put on us that we now, re now have the revelation of Christ, which is greater. He let him squeeze out those, those old ways, those old habits. So again, prepare to be put on display. God wants to pour out his Holy Spirit. He wants to move, and he's, he's going to use his bride to do it. He's going to use the church to do it. We are his prized possession. He, he created us. And think about how much he invested into the church. He gave his body, his blood, his human will, his human desire. He gave us a written word that we can stand on. He gave the Holy Spirit. What else can he give? He's given us everything we have to move forward. He hasn't held anything back. He will show the world what his church, you know, the once sinners, the once vile and wicked, those who've realized that they were helpless, he's going to go and say, you know these people? See what they can become when I work on them. That's what he wants to show. That's why he wants to show it off. So get ready. God wants to show us off for his glory. And he'll get the glory either way. Why not, through lifting you up to a new level, he gets glory? Why not let him get glory in that way? So there's the, there's the way of Satan in the flesh, the world, and there's the way of God's kingdom, um, you know, the, the coming of Jesus. There's, he's bringing his kingdom on earth. As we've been praying, as Jesus taught us to pray, his kingdom is coming. And, and we're going to be the bride, and he'll show us off. So I just really want to encourage you, if there's something that's holding you back from moving forward to allowing God to to prune a little bit more, allow something that might be keeping you from moving a little bit further, just give it to him. Just yield to him. So, in summary, the dream I had 
was the Lord preparing the church. It's, it's almost ready to be shown off. A little bit more pruning, a little bit more. We're in a time where I think we are being stretched, and he is pushing us just a little, for, little further, a little farther, and he wants, us, he wants us to display his glory. He'll say, look, look at my church. Check it out, world. Does, does your world, does the dominion of flesh and Satan come out like this? No, God's got something, something special, something to show off. So I would like if uh, everyone could come to the front. We want to share uh, a time where we can pray together as family members. God wants to pour out his spirit today in this place. Um, pray for a breakthrough. Pray for um, the pruning to happen. Pray that there would be the next level that we would reach. Pray the thing that the wall that you've been hitting would finally fall down, that God would break through it for you. Pray for our family members and pray, pray for ourselves. So Lord, we lift up your name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, you are in this place. And you have shown yourself to be so real already, God. We worship you and praise you. We are excited for how you want to show us off. And Lord, I pray that we would yield to your pruning. I pray that we would yield to you, God. I pray that you would do what you would want in our life. Lord, the things that we've been hitting up against, Lord, I pray that there would be a breakthrough, God. I pray that we would give ourselves wholly to you, completely to you, God. Let us be that masterpiece that you're putting together. I, we allow you to, to do those finishing touches on us, Lord. We allow you to make those few changes in us. We're, we're willing to put aside a few more things, God, for us to be completely ready to be displayed. Ready to be displayed for your glory, Jesus. I pray that you would touch our, the families in this place. I pray that your anointing would be on us and that we would be sensitive to you, God. Help us to be willing to push some things aside for your sakes, so that we can do what you want to do in us, Jesus. I pray that your spirit would be on us and in us. I pray that we would be moving in you. Let us be sensitive to you, God. Let us listen for your voice, God. We worship you and give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for the joy that you set before us, that we can stand next to you and, and that we as your masterpiece would declare your glory. I thank you for the opportunity to call us higher. I pray that we would be able to put down those things that have, that have kept us from the next step, that have kept us from the next level. Lord, break through old mindsets. Lord, we pray that you would overcome the, the things passed down to us from prior generations, Lord. There is a great potential if we would move forward in you. Lord, we pray that your mindset would be our mindset. We pray that your wisdom would be our wisdom. We pray that you would move in this place we pray that our family members would break through the things that have held them back, Lord God. Break through all the, all the things that our, our flesh have been held back from. Help us, Lord, to grow in those fruits of the Spirit and to walk in you, Lord Jesus. We believe that there will be mighty signs and wonders as you display the church. And I pray that we will be ready for that. Let us be ready for the display. Let us be prepared to be shown off in your glory. Let our hearts be prepared so that when you show us off, there's no pride. 
Let us be prepared so that when you want to show us off, we, we do what you want to do, not what we want to do. Oh God, I pray that your glory would fill the earth as the church is used as your instrument. Yes, Lord God, as, as Esther was displayed before the kingdom and the king was brought glory by the beauty of his bride, I pray that we would bring you glory, God. Thank you for making, uh, making an, an access point for us to, to go into your presence. I thank you, God, for giving us the connection point with you that we have. I pray that we would be humble, that we would walk with the right spirit before you, Jesus. We lift you up. We give you glory. We praise you, for you are the one who's worthy. We give you honor. We lift up your name, Jesus. You are the miracle worker. You are the one who's designed us. You are the one who's pulled us from the depths and brought us up higher. You have brought us up higher, Jesus. You've brought us to, <laughs> to a place where we can be close to you, God. You've invested so much in us. I pray that we would, that we would give you glory. Let what we do put a smile on your face. When, when we're able to be um, easily moldable by you, I pray that, that we would be strong for you, Jesus. That we would be in the form that you want us to be. And then, then harden us, Lord God, as, the, as, as in the furnace, Lord. That we would be strong for you. That there would be nothing that would deter us from the mission that you give us, Lord. Help us to be connected and walking strong in you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Bless you.